You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about Deadpool 2, Solo, Steven Spielberg, Leonardo DiCaprio, so much more. Do stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Oh, get those lights pumping. Get that party pumping. Wow, Duplo. Good morning. Hey, Simon. How you how doing? Are, I'm good. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good. Busy week, man. Tired. Uh huh. Yeah. You'll have to tell us all about I'm, it I'm after I introduce myself. Who are you, Jeff? Jeff Snyder here. Hey. Freelance writer <laughs> for hire at the Insider Snyder on Jiggle Twitter and Instagram. And with me, as always, uh, Simon Thompson. You can find me uh, on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Sherbet Simon. Uh, my work is kind of everywhere right now, which is good. <sighs> how are you? How's your week been? Good, man. Should good. we talk about the movies that we saw? We, I had yeah. a, I had a double header on Monday. Oh wow! What did you see? Any films? I saw Deadpool two. Oh, okay, and Solo, mm. and neither one really went the way that I thought that they were going to. Oh, uh, okay. Let's so, so Simon, what did you think about these movies? Do you want to start with DP, or let's, do you want to start with? Uh, I, I'd actually okay. Let's S-A-S-W-S. start SWS. Let's start with with Deadpool two. Okay, um, I as you know, I, I really like the first movie. Um, I was genuinely. We'll try, let's try to keep spoilers yeah, to a we'll, minimum. We'll keep spoilers to a minimum. Unlike the rest of the fucking internet. Well, I've, yeah. Before I talk about the movie, I've already seen so many articles going. Here are the cameos uh-huh. in Deadpool two that you've missed. It only came out last night. It's embarrassing. Just don't do that. I mean, obviously, people can not click on these links. You know, but still, it's kind of a dick move. Um, I really like Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool two. I was a little bit. Uh, you know, worried about because it's always difficult to capture the magic of that first film. Deadpool, we didn't kind of know what was going to hit us. It was very raw. It was very rude. It kind of, you know, uh, really delivered. Um, and I was like, well, how are you going to top that? Now, a lot of people came out of screenings. They saw it a couple of days before me. Um, and they were like, oh, my God, it's better than the first one. Did I think it was better than the first one? No. Did I think it was as good as the first one? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I you know I want to see it again. I saw the first one a couple of times. I just want to see this one again. Um, it is ruder. It is grosser, and I think it overplays that a little bit. It is slightly smug in its own success, and kind of knows it's really funny and really rude, and revels in that. But I enjoyed what they're reveling in. I cannot deny. I like the fact that it was harder. I like the fact that it was filthier and just generally a little bit more offensive. Um, I, I really liked it though. I liked a lot of the characters they added in. Um, I thought they were really good. I some of the cameo pun stuff I wasn't a big fan of. I thought that was sort of kind of below the movie, but overall, really enjoyed it. Some of the dialogue in that movie was so funny. I took my wife; she doesn't like this kind of movie. She actually really enjoyed it too. So, Listen, I don't take the kids. Though. I certainly had Seriously. some laughs. I'm not going to sit there okay. and say I, I, I was stone faced. You know, there, there is some clever stuff in this movie for sure. But the idea of seeing this movie a second time would make my skin crawl. I thought it was terrible. Oh, that's harsh. I thought it was, I, I wouldn't I, say it was I, terrible, even if you didn't like it. I, I, wouldn't sa- say it was I said terrible. it was capital B bad. I, I was. I did not get into okay. the movie at all at any point. Um, everything just seemed like a joke. First, I don't even understand Deadpool. Like, what are the rules of Deadpool? Is he invincible? He, like. Can yeah, he, he, no, he's he's pretty he's pretty invincible. Right, so like, there's no way to kill this guy. So there's, no. then, there's no stakes. There's no threat. There was no general threat to begin with. You know, like they're trying to stop 
the kid, who, you know, we, we've seen enough trailers by now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Julian. Yeah, uh, just in the synopsis. Yeah, like from, that, yeah. yeah from, from trying to kill uh, a guy who he said abuse it, which is like so vague. It's re- why does this require building an X Force? What is the point of this entire fucking movie? I thought it was bad. I thought it was lazy. And here's something else. Mm. I thought it exposed David Leach. I think I think that if I'm Dwayne Johnson, I'm really trying to get that Hobbes script in place because David Leach doesn't seem to be able to elevate a story. Atomic Blonde is not a good movie. Anyone who sits there and tells me that it is is insane. It has some great action, but there's no like how could you be satisfied by a movie like Atomic Blonde and I felt it double that in this movie Deadpool 2. You see for me I kind of understand that second point. I disagree with the fact that you thought you know that that you felt it was terrible. I did not think this was a terrible movie. I really enjoyed it. Um film that Jamie is saying in the chat Deadpool 2 looks like classic sequel I Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline more of the same but bigger and yeah that is true but i think it's also original this time it's not unique it's not it's not but it it does up the ante so they haven't done what some other sequels have done and that's kind of lazily retread and just you know change a few things but basically be more the same they have up the stakes on this i agree the plot is is not there are parts of it that really could be furnished but at the end of the day a lot of people are not going to see deadpool 2 for plot they're going for dick jokes and ass kicking. Well, well, then, then, then they're, they're going to get delivers. exactly what they want. Yeah, which okay? exactly. Like you know, you know, like they have like the 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 chanting music where yeah. it's like holy shit balls, holy fuck balls. If you think that that's a funny joke, you'll like this movie. To me, it was for thirteen year old boys, and I could not get into it whatsoever. I go to the movies not for dick jokes and and to hear the word fuck a zillion times and see people getting shot in the head a million times. I love all that. Don't get me wrong. But that's not why I go to the movies. I go to the movies for something so simple. It's one word. It's called a f- story. And this movie had no story. And generally, generally, I agree with that. But sometimes I just want dick jokes and an ass kicking. Sometimes, sometimes you know, sometimes you want to go out and you have a nice steak. And sometimes you just want to get a Mackey D's. I, I hear and you. I, and this is this is that this is the Mackie D of we, movies. We will this have is... to agree to disagree. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, the, it was not quite Suicide Squad, Batman vs Superman it's level. Considerably bad, better than those. But it movies. was like one step up. Really, it was to say it was a disappointment. I think would be an understatement. But, but, I, but it, for I felt me, lazy. But Deadpool two and Deadpool don't pretend to be other than anything than what they are. Which I, I give them credit for, and that is exactly what you're buying into, and that's exactly what you're going to get. If you're going in there looking for something that's more complex, more rich, and more nuanced, this is not, you're not, that is not the movie I you're going to get. I don't think a story is, is too much to ask for, some kind of like a plot. I mean, this was I guarantee, I, I, I agree, the plot could have been better, and there are elements of the plot that could have been played out better. I, well, I, I agree I with you on that. I actually what you said. Uh, I agreed with one of the points that you had about this movie feels like it thinks it's so smart. It does. And it's, it is so smug, and I just wanted to punch this movie in the face, and maybe that is, like, that is Deadpool, mm-hmm. like, the kind of, 
hero you, you want to punch in the face. I get that that is the tone of the comic. Yep. But I just found it obnoxious, and it was exhausting. There you know, are, mo- like, there are like moments said. to me where it almost crossed over, and I was like, rein it in a little it's bit. A, You're a, being a little bit cocky. It's a live-action cartoon. Yeah, it is. It, it felt like, you know, like why does something like this work? It's something like shoot him up with Clive Owen doesn't work. Uh, I, I'm just fascinated. And I hope that I, – I, I think that Hollywood's going to take the wrong lessons from, from this movie. I worry that something like Cowboy Ninja Viking will be will try to take on this irreverent Deadpool-esque tone, mm-hmm. and that'll be like Chris Pratt's new I, – I just – I don't know. I'm worried. For me, this, this, this was – I wanted more of the same, and it's exactly what I got, but they upped the ante in the action, stuff like that. It did mean that, unfortunately, some other areas – like the story, weren't serviced as well. But I went in there wanting something, and I came out with whatever I wanted delivered to me. So, now, can I just say, the yeah. first Deadpool, um, I was amazed when people took their kids to see this. I strongly advise you... This is not a kid's movie at all. Do not take your kids to see this oh, movie. That would be terrible. Seriously, this is... Where, there are points, and I am... Jesus Christ, I can be very broad-minded in my comedy, and certainly my use of language, and I find... I find foul language to be particularly right. hilarious when done don't, well. Don't but bring kids. Th- it is not a movie that kids should see. So, a couple other things though about this movie: Are you like? Don't you think it would have been better if it if Tim Miller had directed this? I, I, yeah, I, like, ideally, are, I would have liked to have seen him pick up the mantle left again. Due yeah, to I creative wish. differences, yeah. and clearly, this was the direction that that Ryan Reynolds. You know, he won out in that power battle. I mm-hmm. suppose this is the direction that Ryan Reynolds wanted to take it. I really wonder what Tim Miller's take was going to be for the sequel. I think it would have been refined, more refined. I think it would have been more in line with what you would have been looking for from this movie. I think so, too. And I think they kind of tore, they, they tore the Band-Aid off on this, and I think that's kind of... I will say, I mean, these marketers at Fox deserve some kind of a, an, an award, an Oscar, a clear... Yeah. I don't know what it is. Their campaign has been brilliant. I wish that the movie was as inspired and as creative as Fox's marketing campaign. Mm. Did you see the, the Walmart DVD covers that have been changed. I did. I thought that was that genius. Genius. Yeah. I mean, they really did a bang up job on this, and I hope that they get the big opening that they're looking for. I just, I cannot go along with the consensus on this. This was not a movie I enjoyed really at all. Yeah. That's it. No, it's a shame. I mean, I, I but you know, I, 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 it, it delivered what I wanted. Basically, the, uh, the, the other thing about this Flawed, is like but you I know, really Fox it. screens it the week of opening, right? Yeah. You know, four days before it opens, or really three, three and a half days. Yeah, they are not shy about screening movies. No. Um. Uh, you I think know, like like War of the Planet of the Apes, like those apes movies screen like three weeks out. Yeah, they're, they're not shy about getting movies out there when they really think that they've got the goods. And mm. it, to me, it's just interesting that they held this till the week of opening. Sorry, I was I was momentarily stunned by a variety story about Bra- Bradley Cooper is joining Clint Eastwood in the Mule. Yeah, people which are just I talking about that. Definitely uh, looked into uh, when I was at the tracking board. Uh, someone's brought up the post credit sequence. I have to say, there is no uh, the screening that I saw, unless they've changed it for theatrical. There was nothing right at the very end. And this is not a spoiler. There is um, there is something at the beginning of the credits, and there's something a little bit further into the credits. They are worth staying for. They are genuinely the second one yeah, is a genuinely cre- very funny is clever. set of sequences. Yes, I, I um, would be lying if I didn't I think, say I enjoyed those sequences. Yeah, Although good. I was waiting for one at the very end, and there isn't one. There isn't. Well, 
wasn't that, one in our screenings. Right, I don't exactly. know if they changed that for theatrical. I don't know. Um, but I, no, I mean, definitely, I, you know, I, 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 I think that for me, for end of credit sequences or in credit sequences, that's up there with the likes of, say, you know, twenty twenty two Jump Street. That kind of level of like oh that's quite genius so credit to to everybody involved in that march 29th email to bradley cooper's people i'm told that bradley cooper is in talks to join east clint eastwood in the mule that'll be an american sniper reunion hi uh and then the answer Hopefully i got bringing back the baby from the american answer I got was, neither of these are accurate thanks for checking in <laughs> cut to two months later um I also heard uh, then, you know, if we're talking about Bradley, shit, that he's in talks to direct and star in this movie uh, American Wolf. But, uh, you know, that was denied. So we'll see. Uh, American Sniper, American Wolf, is American everything. (laughs) I'm also looking at an email that says I have the American series finale. I don't watch the American, so it doesn't really matter to me. But, like, this is like a hot commodity out there in in TV world. Do you watch the Americans? No. I watched, watched, like, half the first season, then I was like... Wait, let's, but let's stick with Bradley but I'll Cooper. be honest with you, the Americans is kind of like currently America. <laughs> I know, really. Let's um let, life let's imitating stick with, art. Let's stick with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. He landed a fucking knockout blow. Okay, yeah. A fucking knockout blow this week with that Bernstein shit. Um you know, he got the life rights and the music of Leonard Bernstein. Excellent. Leaving Jake Gyllenhaal's movie kind of in the dust. Jake's movie is is going to come out first, it sounds like. It's mm-hmm. it's going to shoot supposed to shoot anyways this fall with Kerry Fukunaga, but you know, now Cooper has the goods. Well, this is kind of like we had all, you know, a couple of years ago, the Capote movies where there was like they were like fucking buses. You know, you'd wait for one Capote movie and then were like three came out at the same time. Well, two or three. Yeah, I guess so. But obviously, he wasn't a musician. I Infamous waited a while until after, you know, Hoffman won his Oscar, but maybe you're right. Yeah, it was quite. Yeah, but certainly for decades, we hadn't had a Capote movie. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, within (laughs) within 12 months, it was like Capote, Capote 2. Um, I I just thought that was like, you know, a stealth move. Bradley Cooper and Steven Spielberg uh, beating out Jake and Carrie. It's too bad. Uh, Harris in the chat is saying, take a shot every time Simon mentions Zeno Hour. Zeno well, hour in the chat is constantly hour. is constantly chatting and giving us stuff. So I'll tell you what, Harris, if you up the game every time Zeno hour, every time I mention Zeno hour, I'll take a shot. Every time that you tweet something that's very useful, I'll take a pint. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we talk about Solo then? Yeah. Let's talk about. No. We it. obviously we should keep this. It's good. We're sporting so much indie filmmaking this week. <laughs> I can't just say. I know I look very short compared to Jeff this week. I haven't actually shrunk. It's just the camera's at the wrong height in here. Right, so, and so I had, had to lower my adjust. chair. He's, a, he's at, so, the, at the, chill, the kids' table. Yeah, um, sorry about that. So with Solo, that is not out yet. That's not out for another week. Yeah. So we'll tread lightly there. We will tread no lightly. no one has had the chance to see that, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Apart from a few. And it was so funny because, like... Uh, I was on my way to the screening, and my friend beat me there. And it was like, you know, maybe, what time is it? 7 o'clock screening. So it's mm. 6.20. He's like, dude, there's a huge line here. We're never getting in. Like, you know, there's hundreds of people. And I'm like, do you think that they're showing Solo to the general public right now? <laughs> like, th- they would never do that because, obviously, the general public can't be trusted with spoilers. Yeah. Uh, so, general public generally so can't be trusted with anything. That was the line for uh, Book Club. Yeah. <laughs> Solo. Um, that would have been that would have been so funny right. if you'd have been in that line and gone. How is how is this canon? How is this canon? <laughs> is that the Wookiee? No, 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 no. That's Candice Bergen. Uh, right, Mary Steenburgen is, yeah. is is Ray's mom. Yeah, it's Lando. 
Uh, all right, Solo. What did you yeah. think? Uh, I really liked Solo. Um, I'll be honest with you. It was it was a movie that I and actually my my response um, after going to the premiere last week made Variety and it made uh, USA Today and a number of others, uh, along with a number of other critics um, and journalists who were there. And I it was a film that I was really worried about. I had friends that that worked on Solo and they basically kind of led me to believe it was it was a bit of a shit show um obviously that was before ron howard came on uh ron howard did i reshot like 70 percent of the movie so what we're seeing is considerably different to to what we'd have heard about previously i really liked it i didn't think it was a movie that i wasn't particularly interested in we've discussed this on the show previously um i wasn't getting a lot of buzz from the from the general public on it outside of people who love star wars and people who are into movies um and so I was really interested to see what the response would be. It was a movie that kind of didn't really do a lot. It, 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 there wasn't, it doesn't really have a purpose. It kind of sets out part of the story, so it has elements of it that, that needs to be there to add to the story. But the rest of it was pretty much, um, as far as the movie goes, it was quite freestyle. It really had a lot of room to play with and introduce characters. Um, I genuinely, it was a good fun ride. I really enjoyed the movie. It was, I, I don't like to use the word fun, but it was just fun and entertaining. Um, I think that if you'd never seen a Star Wars movie before and you didn't know who Chewie was or Han Solo was or anything else about the Star Wars galaxy, you could watch this movie and uh, the same as Rogue One and really enjoy it. Um, I liked Alden as as Han Solo. Um, I, I liked him too. I thought he was good. I I was umming and ahhing about because obviously it was him and Ansel Elgort were both kind of front runners for that role, and I was trying to imagine Ansel in it. It would have been a very different um, Han Solo, but I really liked Alden in it, and it left me at the end of it going, "Do you know what? If they did do a couple more solo movies, I would genuinely be up for that." I really enjoyed um, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. I thought he played that role fantastic. Fantastically, a lot of the supporting cast were great. Um, it, the action was great. The story was quite basic but enjoyable. It, again, it's kind of a movie that I, I wasn't expecting a lot from. It served exactly what I was expecting, but it did up the game. It re- I, I left genuinely satisfied, I, and that wasn't because I was invited to the premiere or the party afterwards. I looked at it purely as a film. Way to remind everybody. No, but sometimes <laughs> you get the criticism. It's like, I, no, I've seen this a lot online recently, especially when you come out and your your stuff gets featured on like Variety as your reaction. It's like, oh, it's only because he went to the premiere. And I'm like, no, I always look at every single movie as a movie, whether I'm watching it at home in my pants or in a movie theatre or at a premiere. It doesn't matter. The <laughs> film is the same film. Um, so just saying. Uh, well, I saw it at the regular old press screening. and It I wasn't exactly it. a regular old press screening. It was a nice press screening, right? It's in a nice movie theater. Not like they sent you to studs in Hollywood to watch it. Is <laughs> it the Argoid? Oh, okay. Um, anyways, I thought it was on the lot at Disney. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not that cool anymore. No. <laughs> um, I liked it for a movie that that we'd heard was such a mess and yeah. such a disaster. I thought. I thought. You know, you could not even tell that it was a movie that had been, you know, reshot or 70% of it had no. been reshot. No. You know, that's why Ron Howard is a pro. Sure, you can say what you want about his last few movies, which have not been terribly good, particularly, uh, you know, those Tom Hanks, Robert Langdon movies, which were just more disappointing than anything because the source material was not good. lucrative. Um, anyways, I thought Ron Howard was the right guy for this job, mm. clearly. Uh Alden, I liked. Amelia Clark still didn't really do anything for me. They didn't. She really was have, fine. Uh, she was fine, but th- that's not good enough in a, in a Star Wars movie. Uh, she's forgettable. I'm not a fan of her as an actress. I'll, I'll just say that right now. 
Um, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I obviously Never I don't see, see her, her signature turn, but no. the movies that she she's does just don't work for me. Um, she doesn't work for me in them. Uh, they just didn't have any chemistry, I thought. You know, when when, Don, when Donald Glover and the droid L three mm. have more chemistry than Han Solo and what are, what's her name Kira, yeah, no, didn't didn't do it. Um, the villain, yeah, I thought Bettany was fine. I wish that he'd been fleshed out a little bit more. I wish he'd been introduced a little bit earlier. Yeah, you know that that was a problem. I I liked the action sequences. I liked the train heist. Um, I, yeah, Train Heist I, I thought was was genius. For, for, I'm obviously you guys know I'm not a Star Wars person. Yeah, and I guess what I liked about this is that it wasn't obsessed with the Force and the Empire and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it, it was a simple kind of basic tale, and maybe it didn't need to be told. Yeah, but. I don't know all like the little winking Star Wars nods and stuff, so it just worked for me on a regular movie level. Yeah, like it was coherent, it had pace, you know, etc. It dragged a little in in the middle. I thought. You see, for me, it it, it took a little bit of while to get going. There's there's a sequence at the beginning of the movie that kind of sets it up, but then doesn't really get. Yeah, doesn't really get. You know, it's not. It didn't really kind of work for me, and there's an action sequence straight after that. Where I'm kind of like, after then, for me, the movie really kicks in. I like the music. Oh, the music was great. Yeah. I really like the music. I love che- Chewbacca. Yeah. I thought Chewbacca was wonderful. Don- and Donald was good as, as Lando. I don't know that I need a, a spinoff. Mm. I mean, what do you think of all those rumors this this week i mean yeah lucasfilm i mean we, we can talk about that lucasfilm is saying that you know that they'd be open to a lando calrissian spin-off and you know i'd, I'd be open to that but I'm i sure actually, would be open to it i don't i mean i don't know i it, it kind of depends on how popular he proves in in sort of you know the, the research after this movie is released but i mean i'd be open to that i don't i i enjoy having lando as a ancillary character as a level b character yeah i, I don't know that we i need just it. like i don't know if we need a lando we movie do not. um i don't know if there's that much i mean if they can find the a way that, that they can build it into not. a nice story but having said that i also didn't think we needed a han solo story so you know i, I i'm actually really enjoyed of, this it's not even so a matter of need anymore it's just a matter wanting. of what they can sell tickets to which is why you know you may end up seeing that obi-wan movie yeah with with ewan uh, i i don't know i haven't heard anything but um yeah the daldry of it all is interesting i mm. wonder if that if that attachment is going to stick which would be another Another blow as far as Lucasfilm and directors go. My goodness. Um, but what? no, Solo, I, I genuinely really enjoyed it. And people people tended to be coming out. They were coming out of the, you know, out of the, the premiere very, you know, surprised. And, um, you know, not everybody is going to like the movie. I understand that. And I'm sure people will pick holes in it. Um, but, but, I mean, I... I found it very satisfying. There's no post credit sequence, just to be no. clear. Not that there ever is, right, with Not Star, in a Star Wars, Wars but movie? I don't know. Uh, I, I sat through the credits anyways, and <laughs> it was long, and there was no payoff. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, kind of like this show. I, I think that this this. <laughs> I think that the movie's going to do quite well. Yeah, I think it'll do very well. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I kind of scoffed at the fact that they thought it was going to be the biggest opening weekend, a big, biggest Memorial Day um, weekend opening. Um, I kind of scoffed at that. I, I take that back. Um, I think it's going to do very well, and I think that I think word of mouth will be quite strong. Where does it I fall think that, for you among like the new films? Um, I actually did my uh, among the new ones. No, it's just the new. Yeah, like seven, um, seven eight, Rogue One. Okay, uh, seven, eight, Rogue One. Okay, it's uh, Rogue One is top, I think. Followed by this, followed by 
Jedi followed by Awakens. Okay, interesting. All right. And and I'll justify Jedi being above Awakens because Jedi was something new and Awakens I did feel like I'd seen that before with a new hope. So that's that's why. But there you go. Not that but, I have to justify myself. The, but, and, and like, you know, please don't have. don't read anything about like the, the cameo in this. Don't. Uh I'm so like not a Star Wars guy, I kinda just looked at my friend and went and shrugged my shoulders, so like you know, it meant nothing to me, but uh, I, people seem to be enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that that was happening. And when I was, I was like, oh. Mm. All right. Let's move on okay, from uh, our, our amateur armchair criticisms. Yeah. What do you want to start with, big guy? Uh, okay. Let's talk about, uh, we were talking about tracking on Solo. Um, let's talk about Ocean's 8 tracking. Um you commented on this online. You had two emails, one after the other, with very different figures. Um, we're seeing two figures banded around at the moment. Yeah. Ocean's 8 is apparently tracking somewhere, depending on where you read it, between 30 million and 45 million for its opening weekend. A figure that some people are calling great. I, to be honest with you, considering how people tended to be or seemed to be very excited about this movie, I thought that it would come in 50 to 60 as an opening weekend. To me, 30 to 45 seems a little bit low. I think you are correct. It's, it's not and just me. And okay, fine, good. Here's the thing. I don't think that the campaign has been good. I don't even know who the Ocean's 8 are in the sense that, like, is Hathaway the 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 villain or Hathaway's, like, the person that they're robbing? She's the mark? I believe so. Like, I thought that for the longest time that Hathaway was part of the team um, and that it was, like, it was. it's just, I don't even know. It's confusing. But I'm sure there's a twist in there somewhere. You know? I, like this, I am like the target audience for this. I know that they made this movie for for women and everything, yeah. and but like I am pumped for Ocean's Eight. I love the Ocean's movies. I love heist movies, team ensemble mm. movies, that kind of shit. I can't get a hold of like, like what are the good jokes? What are the good gags in the trailer? Like it just like women are robbing the Met Ball, and that's all that they have. I, I don't. There's nothing to hook into. Mm. What is, you need a you need that marketing hook and and just having a bunch of famous women in your movie I don't think is it again what does it come down to fucking story it comes down to writing well and and I'm I'm very curious to see how this movie turns I mean, out I, that's I, low I enjoyed the original uh, not well, sorry, not the original the the remake the, the George Clooney Oceans movies yeah. um I enjoyed those I thought they was great but I was I was very open to the idea of of an all female one. Um, I thought it was a good idea. I'll be honest with you, since even with the cast assembling and it moving forward and having seen the trailers, I, I'm I'm pretty unexcited about this movie. He, um, here, here's where... Okay, check out... These are the openings for okay. the Ocean's movies. Though. Yeah. Ocean's 11, 38 million. Ocean's 12, 39 million. Yeah. Ocean's 13, 36 million. So literally between 36 and 39 million, and that's with Brad Pitt, George Clooney, etc. Yeah. So... You know, 30 to 45, 45 would be is, good. Is, is a win for this franchise. It's yeah. just a matter of, you know, what do, what does a $39 million or $38 million Ocean's Eleven opening translate to in mm. 2018? I mean, I, I just thought that the, the tracking would be higher for this. I thought so. I, I genu- I thought like I so said, I genuinely thought it was going to be 50 Wonder plus. Woman, what did Wonder Woman open to? Like, God damn it. Let me see. Wonder Woman opened to 103. Yeah. You'd think that this movie could open to half that. Yeah, easily. You know, to, to 50. I don't know. We'll see. And maybe tracking will will pick up after these big blockbusters. This is early. 
I mean, it's also it's still open, early. It's also opening in a space in the calendar this year where there isn't going to be a huge amount of competition. They've got a couple of well, weeks around it. Here, where, here's where I think that they're miscalculating. Hold but on. also, then if you look at if you look at potential drop off yeah. on w- weeks two and three, it might. I mean, it wasn't a cheap movie to make, so it might not be a hugely by the end of its run hugely profitable. It has to be pretty good, I think, for word of mouth to be strong on this movie to really give it some momentum. So here's the it's thing: it's not going to be a flop. Ocean Eight is going to have but... is going to have one week at the box office. Yeah, because after that, it's Incredibles two and Jurassic World. Um, I think in the end, you're going to see Hereditary really fuck this movie. Really? Yes. Hereditary. So th- I mean, this is the, this is the kind of shit that the okay, industry I'm, I'm should be writing I'm interested to hear about. your. I'm interested to hear your take on this because wh- I wh- don't wh- know. Women that. go see horror movies. Yeah. Particularly True. female-driven horror movies, True. which Hereditary is with, with a brilliant Tony Collette performance. It also has the reviews on its side. And a pretty good marketing campaign, too. Like, next to Deadpool 2, I think that the Hereditary campaign is the mm. best I've seen this year. Women go see horror movies, and that is going to take away women from Ocean's 8. A Hereditary is going to open. You watch. Interesting. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. I'm seeing it uh, next week or week you, after. Yeah, ask for those screenings. It. It's, yeah, I yeah. know that uh, Beatrice and Matt Donnelly saw it uh, last night, I think. Uh, my friends over at The Wrap. Um, so they're definitely starting to screen that, Simon. Get in there. Yeah, you know, I'm I very curious to, to hear week. what you think. Um, but yeah, that that is my, my reasoning. That's why I should be, be getting paid the big bucks to consult on these studios. I, I, I think that Warner Brothers thinks it has just a great date. I bet it, little guy A24 Hereditary is going to take a bite out of that opening. When am I going to go and see this? I'm, I'm also, I wouldn't be surprised if Hotel Artemis did some business with, uh, St- not because of Jodie Foster, but because of Sterling K. Brown. I'm, I'm genuinely, um, I'm genuinely looking forward to, to Hotel Artemis. So the premiere is in town this weekend. Um, it's like, I mean, because it has, people are just saying it's basically I'm, a movie I'm about on the, the hotel and John Wick. Yeah, it's, that is sort of what it feels like. And Jodie Foster, man, if, now if you Dave get Bautista. John Wick action fans, you'll yeah. see that first instead of Ocean's Eight. Man, I think Warner Brothers has a problem. Yeah. I just, I'm, I mean, we've got uh, there was someone in the chat. There was actually Chelsea Lewis saying um, uh, she thinks that uh, Ocean's Eight will gain momentum at the box office, depending on word of mouth. I think uh, this is obviously quite a vague thing, but I, I kind of disagree with that because I think unless it's really, really good, I don't know if. I think word of mouth could count badly for this movie. Yeah, that, but but having said we'll that, see. there are a lot of female focused movies, and we can't deny this is generally a female focused movie. That even when people know it's shit, if it's shit, then they will still go and see it. it. it Sex in the City have. movies are good examples. Of okay, that. but okay, Sex in the City movies. Look at that too. Obviously, that's based on on a big brand. The reviews Ocean's for that were too. brutal. That's Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall. This is Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett. These are Oscar winners. They're great actresses. True. Maybe it will have the reviews on its side. But also, I think uh, there are a lot of female-focused movies that people don't feel are good enough, and they aren't doing well. I mean, a lot of the Amy Schumer movies that have come out in the last couple of years, I mean, those are strongly aimed at the female market, and if they feel the movie isn't good enough, they aren't putting yeah, their money right. where it their mouth down, is. So it, it comes not, down to quality. It's yes. not the market Ghostbusters that Ghostbusters didn't do well. That's it, yeah, it's a quality not, issue. It's not the easy market that perhaps it was five or eight years ago, because a lot of women now are going, actually, I'm not just going to settle for anything. I'm a woman and I want you to make a good movie aimed at women. I won't just watch any old shit because it's got women Here's in another it. potential thorn. Okay. What do you think about this Shailene Woodley movie, Adrift? Another one I've been invited to. I don't know. I cannot decide on that. I think I'm going to see it when I'm back in Boston. Okay. Uh, I think it looks great. 
I think it's a great story, mm. and I don't know how big the opening is going to be with from STX, although it doesn't have much competition yeah. besides the second weekend of Solo. I wonder if that movie in its second weekend will actually show some strength because of word of mouth, if, well, it, if it's good. I, for me, it feels like it's a movie that's kind of open around the place, The Shallows, because it's got a star that is around. Oh, no, this is nothing like The Shallows. N- no, I know, but I think it could open around that kind of sort of mid, mid-table, mid-table top ten kind of thing and then as, as you say if the word of mouth is good it could you know have that longevity but what's it opening against just out of interest the johnny knoxville movie action point okay and upgrade, which i'm interested to the, see the blumhouse movie which upgrade, i'm seeing next week which i liked yeah that upgrade's good and american animals which is very good okay but cool. again n- no real stars for american animals and it's the it's the orchard yeah. we'll see how that opens but that that's actually a really good movie that deserves mm-hmm. your attention um. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, the new Clue movie. Um, the new Clue movie. There is no new Clue movie. Well, apparently, if it happens, uh, according to the screenwriters, um, it could be R-rated. Now, I love Clue. Clue is one of my favorite comedies of all time. It's a genius movie that, thankfully, people have grown to love over the years because it was not a box office success. If you haven't seen Clue, you should watch Clue. I don't want an R-rated version of that, and I love R-rated movies when they're done well. I don't think we need the Clue movie at all. And like you, I don't know if it'll actually get made, but... Clue may be my favorite board game. I'm totally down for a new Clue movie. I have no allegiance to the original Clue. Get out. I know. That's bad. It's like I don't know who you are anymore. Listen, I thought you were crazy last week with Wayne's World 2, and everyone I've talked to, by the way, in the week uh, between our shows said you're completely in the wrong on Wayne's World 2. No, I'm not. But I I will... say that i'm definitely in the minority on clue it, it does nothing for me uh so I, i'm down for a remake and i don't mind an r-rated thing like a game night i think that may be actually the way to go it, like Agree a with cheeky, you on that, but this is not game mystery night. this is you so you think it should be like what like a night of the museum type like fam big like family yeah movie? and i'm happy for it to go a little bit harder it's but a, i don't know if i want r-rated it's a murder harder. mystery game though like i don't know that's kind of R-rated in itself, you know? How yeah. I think. I that... mean, I'm happy to be proved wrong. I mean, obviously, you know, we say let's use Logan as an example. It's obviously a completely different type of movie. But, you know, that originally started out as family-friendly or certainly family-accessible um, um, movie character. And then, obviously, to do his own R-rated movie, which was superb. I'm with you that, that there needs to be a family-friendly yeah. um, uh, mystery movie. Because, well, you know, like Spielberg, and we're going to talk about him. Let's talk about him right now, actually. Cool. Uh, Spielberg was developing that project, The 39 Clues. Yeah. That sounded really interesting. and Like, it could have been a franchise. And I wonder if someone will end up going back to that mm. IP. Because um, that actually really sounded promising. Now, having let's talk about R-rated comedies for a second. Because there was a, a trailer that dropped this morning. And people have been asking, are you going to talk about this? And I'm like, yeah, it, definitely. Happy Time Murders. Did you see the Red Band trailer that dropped this morning? Dude, by 8.09, I had seen a puppet ejaculate. What, but had you seen I the thought, Happy I, Time Murders trailer? I thought it was hilarious. I didn't yeah. go to the SCX presentation at CinemaCon, so I missed this. You know, Everybody was talking about it. Uh, I thought it looked great. Yeah. And I, I went to go see Melissa McCarthy's Life of the Party yesterday. So I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I think that she looks great in this. This looks this looks hilarious. I, I genuinely cannot wait. I mean, I've been we talked about this movie so many times on the show, and I've spoken to to Brian about it constantly over the last couple of years. Um, and I I'm this looks 
filthy. Dude, I'm so I glad it's her. This was going to be Jamie Foxx forever. This is way like, better. What with an her upgrade now. to Melissa McCarthy. I just hope all no, the really great filthy jokes are not in the trailer, but it, it certainly uh, moistened my appetite. For this. <laughs> moistened my appetite. It's uh, more than wet. Yeah, happy time yeah. murders, dude. Thumbs yeah. up, everybody. Check out that trailer. Cannot wait for that. Make sure it's the red band, though. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, but also right. don't well, show it to your kids. Let's pivot. No, it's not a kids movie. Just so you know, I know it's got puppets let's in it. Let's pivot back to Spielberg. Yeah. All right. So the big news this week, you yeah. know, if there was one news story that really made waves, it is that Spielberg and Leo are in early talks to do a Ulysses S. Grant movie at mm-hmm. Lionsgate. Where? What? What? <laughs> what do you think of this? I have no interest in this whatsoever. So. so Someone tweeted at me, I think it was a guy from Complex, he was like, I fell asleep just reading this headline, and it's true. What appetite does the public have for a Ulysses S. Grant movie? I understand Lincoln. I understand Washington, you know? But, like, what? Dry. So dry. If it was if it was a version of the Ulysses 31 cartoon from the 80s, I would be psyched. <laughs> But it's not. I, I, I just love, like, you know, Deadline has, you yeah. know, this story a couple of weeks ago that's like, you know, next is West Side Story and Indy 5, you know? And then and then this comes out and like, this is becoming a priority. And meanwhile, you know, he's table reading for the Bernstein thing. Like, Spiel- I know, I have a little bit of insight into Spielberg. And the guy likes to keep multiple balls juggling. I'm not calling him a liar, mm. you know, but... Not everything that he says is going to happen. We're still waiting on Peter Jackson's Tintin. Okay, right? Are we? Are we waiting? No, nobody is waiting. Nobody's for waiting it. on that. So, uh, like, you know, the, it's and again, it's not Spielberg saying this. So I understand it's tough being like the most famous director in the world because everyone's constantly asking about what you're working on and mm. stuff. You know, I'm sure this wasn't up to Steven Spielberg to have this leak out there. The idea of him directing a movie to, for Lionsgate blows my mind. Mm. That's the most shocking part of all this. Forget Leo playing Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> Spielberg directing a movie for Lionsgate? What? Am I crazy to think this? It's like waking up and seeing Christopher Nolan to direct a movie for CBS Films or somebody like that. Like, this is not going to happen. Right? I mean, I guess it's the material. But does Lionsgate control some magical Ulysses S. Grant book? You know, we're like, why couldn't he make this project at his home studio, Spielberg, with some other book or some other source material? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it seems like another J. Edgar for Leo. What do you think? I just have no interest in this project That's whatsoever. it. You're just ready to move on from the, from the item. Just, well, I mean, just the whole thing. I mean, I read that. I was like, I just literally, the movie, I'm not interested in it. I don't think it's going to happen. I love one story was like, this will allow Spielberg to take another perspective on the Civil War, like, you know, after Lincoln. I'm like, well, how many perspectives on the Civil War do we need from Steven Spielberg? Is this, I don't know what this is. If I had an empty this, bag of fucks, I couldn't give less of them this about this This is something that, like, they're doing it to, like, get some momentum behind the project yeah. or allowing their names to, you know, sign off on their names. Just got no interest attached. in this. But eventually Spielberg and, and Leo will, will find you know another I, star. Do you know what I director. want to see? I want to see Spielberg making more fun movies like Ready Player One. I want Spielberg movies that I want to see that are enjoyable, that are entertaining, that are fantasy movies. That's what I really want. Or something but, that is interesting or a good drama. Indie 5. I don't care about... I don't even care really that much about Indie 5, to be honest with you. I don't care I'll about it at all. I'll go and see it. He I'll should probably walk away enjoy from it. that. 
Uh, it's like that's just. But Indy noise. Five is the only movie I would say right now that he is for sure going to direct. That's 100%. the only one I'm. All these other projects that you're reading about, yeah. fucking flip a coin, okay? Because that's the likelihood. I'm serious. Um, I don't think we'll Ulysses this in theaters anytime soon. Was there anything else on Spielberg this week? That was quite week? good. Or was by that the, the way. only thing? Uh, I think that was the only one. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm wheezing today. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about uh, something else. All right. Okay. Let's talk you, about your fucking maze, dude. My fucking maze. We all know you, you're just dying to talk about it. So just that's bring further it up. down get the it, list. Get it but over I'll with. Do it. Hey, get it over with. Did you hear about the second maze that's going to be at Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Hollywood no, and Universal Simon, Orlando? What is it? Trick or treat. That that forgettable straight to VOD movie. I think you mean that excellent straight to VOD <laughs> oh, movie. Jesus Christ! It's classic. seriously, that, it what, is classic. A classic. Oh, classic. Oh, oh my! Oh, this is oh, Wayne's no, World I, two all I, over I'll again. I'll give you a cult, great. I'll give you cult classic. I'll give you cult classic. Oh yeah. But man, that's uh, it's a mediocre movie. It's a great movie. It's very very popular. People have been trying to uh, have been trying to inexplicably. No, seriously, people have been asking for this maze at Halloween Horror Nights for a long long time. He's, uh, uh, John Murdy, the, the guy who basically is in charge of all this stuff, the creative director of Halloween Horror Nights, he's been trying to get Mike to do this movie for ages. They were this maze for ages. They were going to wait until there was a sequel. The sequel hasn't happened, so they were just like, "Fuck it!" After ten years of the movie being out, let's just do the maze. And people are really psyched. There was a, uh, a trick or treat scare zone at Halloween Horror Nights. And all Orlando last year that went down phenomenally well. Got great feedback from the people that attended that event. So I'm really glad you, to see this. So this you year. reached out to people who went to a to a theme park in in Orlando. I have connections. Seriously, I, how, people, I got people, great, seriously, great people, feedback. People joke online. I think Ed was saying this week about, oh, take a shot every time Simon mentions Halloween Horror Nights. Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. I have been going to uh, previously Orlando and now in Hollywood for well over twenty years, and uh, it's it's the highlight of my year. I love this event. I make no attempt to hide that. I fucking love it. I go a number of times. It's great. So I am psyched that this is going to be here. All right. I think it's going to be a really good maze. If you haven't seen Trick or Treat, check it out. And I don't mean the the uh, the 80s movie with uh, Alice Cooper in it about the, uh, the 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 guy listening to records backwards and summoning a, a dead uh, demonic. Have you point? never seen that movie? I don't know what you're talking about oh at this point. Oh, my God. You've never seen Trick or Treat, the 80s horror movie. No. You need no. to. It yeah. is awful. It is genius. I love it. Genius and awful. It's, it's absolutely right. awesome. You should see it. Um, Ozzy Osbourne plays a priest. Kevin Hart joining Uptown Saturday night. Mm. That was what? Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, this this was uh, going to be like a uh, Denzel Will Smith vehicle at one point. Yep. Adam McKay is producing this with, with Will, Will Smith Ferrell. was attached at one point. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who, who Kevin Hart's co-star is. I've heard some names. I can't say who. Uh, but I like it. I like Kevin Hart doing this. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad that this movie is getting off the ground. Yeah. The original writer of this, uh, you know, of, of the original Richard Wesley was my uh, like faculty advisor at NYU. Mm. This was his like big credit. Um, here's the question that I have regarding this item. Okay, should Adam McKay direct this movie? He's not supposed to direct it right now. He's supposed to do Bad Blood, which just got a writer in Vanessa Taylor, who, mm. who did The Shape of Water. She just got assigned uh, to write that project. Uh, I think it's a Jennifer Lawrence project for Adam McKay to direct. You know, but wouldn't you like to see McKay go back to doing a, a comedy like Uptown Saturday Night? Why not? I'd, I'd be up for that. Because he, he seems to have transitioned to, like, this issue-driven filmmaker. You know, the big short. He's doing the Cheney movie next Bad Blood is supposed to be next after that. Yep. It's like, man, I'd like to see him go back to goofing around a little bit. Yeah. No, me too. 
So we just got two items done right there. Yeah. Vanessa Taylor and Kevin Hart. How about, okay, how about this one? Meryl Streep, mm. Gary Oldman, and Antonio Banderas are going to mm. do Steven Soderbergh's Panama Papers movie, The Laundromat, which is... I, I, I like the theory behind the title, but I think just like seeing up on a marquee in a theater, The Laundromat. Hey, babe, want to go to The Laundromat tonight? I can see. I, I don't think that's a good title. I can see critics taking this to the cleaners. Yeah. Another Papers movie for Meryl Streep. Come film? on, that was good. It was. No, I liked it. Thank I, you. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not shaking that one off. What I I'm going to do now is every single time I make a really shit pun is flag it up so I can get a little pat on the back. Um... Meryl Streep just did the yeah. Pentagon Papers. Mm-hmm. Now she's going to go do the Panama Papers. Mm. Meryl, who is advising you these days? What is going on? I, I can imagine the scene. Uh, let's go, hey, uh, Meryl, we've got a strip, uh, script for you. Oh, yeah. Has it got papers in the title? Yeah, I'm in. She is Number been, me a three. I feel like they're, they've been trying I to guess. get her for this project, Circle of Treason, her and Angelina Jolie. Mm. Um, which would be a, a formidable pairing, Streep yeah. and Jolie. You know, that, that's two uh, women who just go by their last names. You don't even need first names. Um, but man, I, I just don't know. The Laundromat, Panama Papers. The idea of her doing a, a Soderbergh movie with with Gary Oldman is really cool. But uh, this just seems like a familiar territory for her. Yep. Um, Gary Oldman. Did you see that? Uh, directing this, uh, speaking of Gary Oldman, doing the Flying Horse movie? No, what? He's, he's directing this movie, Flying Horse, that finally got backing or whatever. Right. I was tracking this project back during my variety days. Mm. That's how long ago it was. Wow. It's another passion project that no one will go see. What, like, who, I'm so curious when people tackle these obscure biopics, essentially. Mm. Do you know you don't know anything about it? I know nothing it? about this. All right, never mind. We'll move on. I did see Gary Oldman having a pizza, though, in Hollywood the other week. Was, that is exciting. Having a beer with a friend, and in walks Gary Oldman. What's next on your list? Uh, okay, let's talk about Zombieland We've got about two. ten minutes left in the show. Okay, let's, let's rattle through a couple of things. We've got to do box office as well. Uh, Zombieland 2 looks like that is back on, with the original cast apparently returning. Oh, thank um, to God. To come out in 2019. Do you know what? I mean, I, I really enjoyed Zombieland, but I'm, I'm happy with just Zombieland. I don't, I'm, yeah, don't this think... Is, Definitely not something that we need to go back to. Well, it's going to be a TV show now. It's going to be a movie. I think we're fine on that. Uh, It 2 casting this week. Uh, James Ransom uh, is going to be uh, Adult Eddie. And uh, Andy Bean is going to play Stan. Not familiar with Andy Bean, but James Ransom. He's been in a number of movies over the last couple of years. um, Including Sinister and Sinister 2. Um, I I really like James. I love this guy. I think he's great. He is great. He was in Tangerine. Yeah, he was in Tangerine. I forgot about that. He's in The Wire. I've been a big uh, James Ransom yeah. fan for a long time, and I think he was perfect casting as Eddie. He's so perfect. I wish that I had thought of him on my own. Yeah, he's really good. Andy Bean, never heard of the guy. Uh, it's just funny. Like, all, like, the big, like, wish list castings fans had. Like, nope. <laughs> Andy Bean was not on any of those lists. No. That's okay. He was though. on Andy Bean's list. That's okay. Good for him. He's, yeah. an, he's an up-and-comer. Uh, he's gin- one to watch. The, uh, the well-known Stephen King novella, The Gingerbread Although, Girl. He may get killed off early. I don't know what the well, deal we'll is. We'll find out. Spoilers. Um, I, I, I didn't read the book. Gingerbread. It'll be interesting to see, actually, whether how gingerbread close girl, they keep Stephen it Stephen King novella. Well, who's making um, it? Yeah. Uh, it's, well, he's going to be co-writing I've it. never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. Um, so I think they're literally going through every single book now. That Stephen King has written either as Buckman or hey, it, as it's King, I'm remaking it. But I do mean, you know the one I'd love to see them do a modern take on? What the Running Man? 
which yeah. is I, I love, running, man. It's a, it's I love a good the call. original. I love the original. But with the success of movies like the Purge franchise, I think to do a new Running Man would be fucking genius. Simon, we should open up a production company. We should do. Yeah. Um. That about, went well. How about that Willow sequel? We could produce a hey, Willow sequel. How about that? That could yeah. happen, guys. Ron, that could totally happen. That's happening. That could happen. Don't you know it's happening? Don't you? It could happen. Ron Ron Howard has said that it could happen. It's not going to happen. I love I love Willow. I went to see it in the movie theaters when I was a kid. I was pretty much on my own. Um, leave, I, I I like that movie. Leave that shit in the eighties. Leave that. Val Kilmer's available though. Val Kilmer's available. Oh, Jesus. And, and, we, and we know that, that Warwick Davis would do it because he loves that movie and Warwick Davis is one of the hardest working actors in Hollywood and will pretty much do most things that are presented to him. So if they wanted to get them together, they would it's do like it. It's like a compliment and then a jab. Right after well, no, it's true. I mean, Davis. he gets, he does, he's, he works insanely hard and pretty much everything that gets presented to him, he does do. I think he would be up for this. Val Kilmer's available. I just don't know if we need it or if the audience would really want it. I think it's one of those nostalgia thing. Nostalgia? Nostalgia. nostalgia. Um, um, but what, yeah. What did you think of the Black Klansman trailer this week? I fucking love that. I mean, there, I think it's it looks really cool. Good week for trailers this week. Let's let's talk about that very quickly. Um, so we talked about Happy Time Murders. Um, uh, Black uh, KK Klansman. Black KK <laughs> Klansman looks genius. I was a little bit eh, nervous about that, but I genuinely really enjoyed that. The house that uh, the Jack built. Holy shit! Yeah, I am not generally a fan of this director. Generally, I, I either can't finish his movies, or when I do, I'm not that impressed with them. Mm-hmm. I'm really intrigued by the house that Jack built. I'm interested to see it. Although, I, I was very... <laughs> this really pisses me off about the industry. People who write, and they have no idea what they're doing. The amount of people that initially wrote that this was a comeback for Matt Damon. Really? I, I saw I didn't so many sites. See, I think you're, you and I read very and then they different sites, them. my friend. I don't, I don't know why you'd even read sites that would make that kind of mistake. So I don't seek them out. I just, but you must, you, you must follow them. them. I don't know on Twitter. You, you got, you got to do a culling. You got to refine <laughs> those those sources. I think the industry needs a culling. Um, the House of Jack Belt, though, man, lots of walkouts. Uh, who? But his stuff is always his stuff is always controversial. I just like, yeah, how do you walk out of this movie? Expecting. Don't you know what you're getting into? Exactly. Uh, it, this looks like my kind of movie. Did you read the review over the playlist? Yeah. It was strongly worded, to say the least. Mm. Um, yeah. Also, um, uh, Mile 22, a uh, new Wahlberg movie. It looks like I'm actually going to really enjoy that because I do love an action movie. My only problem with the trailer is that basically it appears to lay out the entire narrative of the movie. I'm sure there's a twist in there somewhere. It gives it, a lot away. It gives a lot but away. It was so great to see Eco always finally break out from the Raid movies because, man, this guy has been waiting for his close-up oh, in Hollywood for a juice. long fucking time. And Wait, we, we didn't even finish talking about Black Klansman, though. I thought I think it looks good. Yeah. I've heard it's good. I, I, I've heard it's you know a movie to admire and respect more than really fall in love with. Mm. I was very surprised by the comedic tone. I was very surprised by I that. was really expecting like a dark yeah. thriller uh, when I was reading about this film in pre-production and to so to I see agree. some of the, like the tone and and, I, and knowing how serious the the ending is, you know, it's going to end with like footage of Charlottesville, I think. Yeah. Um it's going to be interesting to see how this works tone-wise, yeah. but 
You know, people are saying it's a comeback for Spike Lee. I hope it is. I'm excited. I like John David Washington too. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I'm. I wasn't that. I was kind of expecting something darker um, and something a bit more serious. But I genuinely like the tone of the trailer. I'm looking did, forward to that. Did you see the teaser for Beautiful Boy? Uh, no, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that's floating around there. That we're going to get a trailer mm. really soon. Um, you know, I, when I first reported the Steve Carell thing, I, I had Will Poulter in that story mm. and. and uh, it was because no one was really calling back. Yeah. Um, and I knew that the Corel part was right, so, you know, w- why not trust the source and, and run Poulter? And it turned out, you know, I got a call uh, the next day, maybe, mm. and it was like, actually, I think that they're going in a different direction. I think they went in the right direction with Timmy Chalamet, uh, who, who, you know, who has a very bright future, big things coming for him. Um, Will Poulter just already looks a little hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and beautiful boy is about a really innocent looking kid who's just like destroyed by drugs. Yeah. Um, so I think that they made the right call in, in that instance, and uh, I look forward to that one. Uh, let's talk about Bohemian Rhapsody as well. This trailer oh, dropped this week. Jeez, a lot of controversy so, around that one. But I'm I'm I really like the look of this. I'm I'm I I've was, heard it's again, really it's, good. It's another movie that I was a little bit nervous about. I have also heard very good things Dude, about it. Dude, invest in Queen's catalog, whatever, whoever owns that. I don't know if it's BMI or whoever the fuck it is. Invest in that record company because the Queen sales after that movie are going to skyrocket. Huge. Um, I uh, genuinely, I'm I'm really really looking forward to that movie now. It it looks like it could be great. Remy Malek is just yeah. Awesome. I've heard he's really good. Absolutely we'll, awesome. You know, we'll see if he ends up a, a best actor contender well, later this year. Potentially. We'll see. Um, I wonder if they'll consider that a musical for the Golden Globes. Hmm. Potentially. I don't know. They can they considered the Martian a comedy. A couple so, of Vin Diesel bits here. Vin Diesel yep. starring in an STX action comedy muscle. We don't really know anything about it. Yeah. But action and comedy, who do you think of first? Vin Diesel. Obviously, of after the uh, uh, pacifier. And speaking of uh Vin Diesel, Fast and Furious Nine gets a writer, Dan Casey, on yep. uh, on the strength of his superhero script The Heavy, which is being produced by JJ Abrams. First new writer uh, for the franchise since two thousand. I met Dan Casey when I first got out here. Um good guy, and man, he's paid his dues and really come up uh, in, in the biz over these last 10 years. Yeah. So this is actually going to be the first Fast and Furious movie, is it ever? That won't be written by Chris Morgan? Since 2006. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I didn't think he wrote the first one. Um, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Do you see that? Booking one, a lead in Quentin Tarantino's new movie. I did not see that. Yeah, dude. Had to negotiate his schedule with Santa Clarita Diet, which would have been hilarious if that Netflix show had precluded him from doing a fucking Tarantino movie. Yeah. Uh, I have always liked this guy, Good. and he was in a movie that you slagged last week, uh, The Girl Next Door. That's where I first saw Timothy Oliphant. It's not a great movie. Actually, maybe it was that and Go. Go was actually before that. Yeah. But I, I just, I think he I has a really good look. He's a good-looking older guy. Did not like uh, Girl Next I didn't, Door. I never watched, like, Deadwood, which is obviously like, his not big even. thing. And, like, was it Justified? Yeah. yeah. He has, like, these t- big TV shows I haven't really seen, but I do watch Santa Clarita Diet. Anyways, I think he could be a cool, uh piece of the puzzle in you know in the new Tarantino movie. Certainly open to that. What's next on yours? Okay, a uh, couple of quick things. Gambit apparently is due to begin production this summer, yeah, but sure. it doesn't have a director. I'm mm-hmm. putting a no that's, that's next to that one. That's always a good sign. We're going into production. Uh, Black, we'll have a director soon. Black Panther out on uh, Home Entertainment now. Ryan Coogler again saying he would uh, like an all-female Black Panther spin-off. Well, good for him. I'm glad yeah, he'd like I'm that. Sure, I don't know whether that'll happen, but I mean, I'm, I would like that too. Um, we also, don't like it. Um, sad loss this week of Margot Kidder. Um, yeah. Who died? Sixty yeah. um, obviously, perhaps best known for the, uh, for the Superman movies. But I mean, if you haven't seen Black Christmas, the original Black Christmas, 
check that out because I fell in love with her when I saw that horror movie in a completely different way to how I fell with her. Fell in love with her for the Superman movie. Right, give, give us box office, so. and then I'm going to do bits and bobs, and we're going to get out of here. Okay, so Deadpool two is probably the biggest movie this week by some margin. Previews last night, eighteen point six million, which is a record breaker for an R rated movie. Uh, that beats it, which was the previous uh, R rated thirteen point five. Uh, if you want to compare it to how Deadpool did, uh, that was about uh, 12, 12 million. So this is six million more. Uh, Deadpool two is looking at uh, one hundred thirty eight million this weekend. I think it could top that i think it's looking at more 140 145 um deadpool opened on 132.4 this um, could open to 150 i think yeah I, I i think it could potentially do that um book club uh, i'm being a little bit cautious with that book club took 625,000 uh on previews last night looking at a weekend of 12 million uh i'll be honest with you book club is one of the most satisfying movies that i've seen this year i've heard it's really good it's Everyone really sees really this good movie likes it it's good do not discount this as being aimed at older women it's really funny it's very satisfying the cast do an excellent job the writing is fucking superb the rent seriously the, the ringer wrote an interesting story it's about really how there's good. no counter programming anymore and how it's basically impossible to counter program yeah. against some of these huge movies and, and while i generally agree with that thesis like you know about around avengers like nothing came out around avengers yeah. or the week after like it yeah. had the calendar clear to itself i think book club is actually a shrewd move in, of counter programming no older audiences are interested in fucking Deadpool 2. No. Um, I, I hope it does well. I, think, Bo- I hope it has legs this summer. Book Club was genuinely... It was, a, it was a really big surprise to me. I really liked it. It, it is, it's genuinely worth checking out. It's a really, really good comedy. As I say, the writing is absolutely spot on. Yeah, did you meet them? It, yeah. Uh, Bill and Aaron? Yeah, I did. They're I interviewed the them. I love them. Superb. And the thing is that even though this is being released by Paramount, this was an indie movie that they shot themselves and then Paramount bought it. This is not a studio romantic comedy it's it's an indie movie that is getting a, a studio platform do not underestimate book club it's one of my favorite films of the year so far i loved it seriously you really should it's worth checking out anything so, else notable about the box office we good? uh just looking at deadpool 2 is going to be number one uh, avengers infinity war number two 29.2 million uh then it's going to be book club number three you're really getting down there with the, uh, with the decimal uh, thanks for that it's okay uh life of the party uh which you saw this week i was not a fan of that and i'm a i'm a melissa mccarthy fan and even like, i the actually stuff laughed she does a pretty fair amount i thought that the girl from uh from snl heidi gardner i thought yeah. she was fucking hilarious yeah. as the roommate but once Christina Aguilera, as soon as I heard Christina Aguilera's name come up, I knew yeah. what direction this was going, and it wasn't a good one. It could have been way better. Uh, Breaking In, another movie you're worth checking out. Breaking In is a yeah. really good home invasion movie, and uh, that's going to round sure. out the top five. Okay. Oh, and I'm not talking about Dog Show, because I think that looks like one of the worst no. fucking things ever. All right, bits and bobs. Okay, we'll bits get and out of here. Warner Brothers won the auction for In the Heights. John Ch- uh, didn't come as a surprise since John Chu is directing Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. For the studio, uh, so he went. He went back to them. And they gave him some points, I think. Netflix picked up Flash Boys, that Michael Lewis book. They also got a, a, an animated movie for thirty million at Cannes. That was their big splash. Uh, it was a week festival for Netflix, uh, and Universal got that three fifty five movie at Cannes. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth Moss and Michael Stuhlbarg starring in the thriller Shirley about Shirley Jackson. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Kenny Barris doing an autobiographical divorce movie at Mm. Fox. CBS Films got uh, Willem Dafoe's Van Gogh movie, which strikes me as an odd fit. A24 picked up Climax, which strikes me as a great fit. Coming soon. Uh, The the Gaspar uh, No movie. Um, Noe. I think people seem to like that, I can. Climax. Don't like the dance troupe? Yeah. Hell no. Mm -hmm. 
Um, speaking of Cannes, though, I, I, I honestly did not see much substantive reporting coming out of Cannes. It seemed like a huge waste of money at this point for outlets to send people there. Yeah. You get to review a handful of films early, but not many people are really going to see these movies. Like, how many people are going to go see no. The House That Jack Built, honestly? Um, so, man, well, that, that festival could be in trouble. Mm-hmm. It's lost some of its luster. Two writers were hired for Cowboy Ninja Viking, as yep. I had said earlier. Um... Interesting, I think, that they liked both takes mm-hmm. that these guys had and just said, hey, can you can you work together? John 3 is dropping in mid-May next year. I think that's its biggest release date yet. Yep. You know, that's right in, in the middle of summer with the big boys, so they're treating it like a major tentpole. J, uh, J, JW. Uh, Lost Girls, which is based on an amazing true crime book about yeah. uh, the, the Craigslist like uh, prostitute killer. Um, moved from Amazon to Netflix, Amy Ryan in for Sarah Paulson. Um, there's going to be an Alfred Pennyworth TV show on Epics, mm-hmm. which seems like it's really diluting the DC brand at this point. How many fucking TV shows about all these characters do we need, particularly on I cable channels? Nobody's no familiar with. in that. The Furpo brothers are doing the Eternals for Marvel. Yeah. That was like a big thing. Like, the, you know, it seems like the Eternals is, is actually really in development over there. I know nothing about that. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, I, know I, mean, it's I didn't know anything like, about Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. so I'm, I'm not going to talk shit about this. But this is another pro- property that's like, what, who, why? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Furbo Brothers obviously did that project, Ruin, um, that has Gal Gadot attached. I'd heard that they really wanted Christian Bale for that, but I know he just did another really violent movie in Hostels. Uh, Blumhouse doing Once Upon a Time in Staten Island with the yeah. director of The Purge. That's with Frank Grillo and Naomi Watts, Bobby Cannavale. And it has a weird plot that's tied to Rocky Three. Like Rocky Three came out, comes out the summer that the story takes place. It's okay. interesting. Guillermo del Toro doing a horror anthology at, at Netflix. I saw this. Ten after midnight. Yep. This should really be trading cycles with Black Mirror. You have Black Mirror come out, and then six months later, you know, while the next season is shooting, you have this come out. Yep. Evan Spiliotopoulos, Spiliotop- uh, who I know and I've had it's easy lunch for you with, to say. Uh, he's a good guy. He, I, he is writing the Snake Eyes movie for Paramount. Nice. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Snake Eyes, is that a, a remake of the uh, Nick Cage No, movie? it is not. That it is the G.I. Joe spinoff. Right. Jennifer Aniston and Tig Notaro starring in First Ladies about a lesbian president and the first wife. It's kind of interesting. Jennifer Aniston has this. She has murder mystery as well. She's really becoming the female equivalent of Adam Sandler over at Netflix. I can just see people losing their shit over that. Oh, yeah. No, a lesbian? It's, I don't know. Right. It's an interesting premise. I think it's an interesting premise. And uh, and yeah, finally, uh, a happy birthday to former host of Meet the Movie Press, Mark Riley. Yeah, Mark Riley. Over. I did not know it's his now. birthday. What did you yeah, get him? Happy birthday! I didn't get him. Jet shit. Fuck oh. you, Riley. So um, not that happy of a birthday. That'll man. do it. I think for the news. Anything um, else? Uh, no. Good? One thing. Uh, Don Draper was saying that his mum will appreciate my review of Book Club. Can I just say, if you are taking your mothers to this, there's a lot of jokes about dicks and vaginas and sex and boners in this. So it is not yeah. exactly a mom movie. To sit next to her for just, it. Just warning you, there's a lot of talk about pussies and Hey, your stuff mom has a pussy, she knows about dicks, and she has a kid. Just so. saying, if you think it's going to be a Hallmark movie, it is not a Hallmark movie. All right. But enjoy it, it's a great movie. Simon, yeah. where can the good folks find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at Showbiz Simon on Instagram and Twitter, and my work on the likes of Forbes and anything Reuters, to plug, anything e-news. exciting. Uh, I did a great interview with that, although I say so myself, with Martin Cove, um, uh, who was obviously. <laughs> I played Crease uh, in Karate Kid, and he's back in Cobra Kai. Uh, that's done really, really well this week. And I got an interesting Get interview. Second season. With, and here's something I thought I'd never say with Ashley Tisdale about her production company, uh, which is going up next week. And a couple of other really interesting uh, interviews, including Alex Garland next week. 
Wonderful. That sounds exciting. Just sign. I am Jeff Snyder at the Insider on Twitter. Where can we find you, Jeffrey? At the Insider. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for uh, watching the Popcorn Talk Network. Are you here next week? Make sure to re- rate, comment, subscribe. I don't think I'm here that next week. Oh. I'm pretty sure I'm back in Boston for my brother's wedding. Selfish. Send them your Mazel Tovs and congratulations. I will do. And I uh, I will return soon. soon. See uh, you in jinx. June. Bye. Bye. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.